Good morning and happy new year to all of our podcast listeners out there. This is Tahoe Talk with Mike Perrin and Rob Galloway. Thank you for joining us. Hope you guys are all safe out there with your celebrations. And as always, this episode is brought to you by Lake Tahoe Aleworks, home of the self-serve beer wall, wood-fired pizzas, and a stellar $35 meal deal that will feed your whole family, no doubt about it, going on right now. So check them out at one of their two locations at the Y in South Lake or tucked in between the casinos in Nevada at State Line. So Rob, you know me, man. Hold on to the seat. I'm all over the board. But I got lots of feel-good news, not much government or COVID, because that's dominating, you know, whether you're in your car on NPR, uh, you know, on the news, on TV, I'll let I'll let them uh, handle that. Handle that one. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. That's good. And I'll start well, I'll start it right off with something that gets my blood pumping, baby. It's uh Mount Baker receiving up to 84 inches of snow. That's seven feet in the last eight days so almost a foot a day and then another four to five feet of snow is forecasted over the next 10 days so it seems like the pnw pacific northwest is the only region benefiting from this la nina and you know i'm talking with some of my friends and they're like man i wish i was there but when you get snow like that it's almost unmanageable it shuts things down you know what i mean it's it's almost too much (laughs) Yep. So, uh, you know, people in Seattle are flocking over there and sort of getting that, giving Mount Baker the Tahoe treatment that we're seeing with floods of <laughs> tourists uh, heading on up there. Good luck. And then, yeah, good luck there, Mount Baker. And then another news, West Virginia was one of the few states without a national park, but that is expected to change after the COVID-19 relief bill passed in Congress last week. The New River Gorge is the nation's newest national park. It's highlighted by the absolutely massive New River Gorge Bridge that spans just over 3,000 feet and uh, 876 feet above the New River. Uh, The area is extremely popular among rock climbers, rafters, hikers, you name it. A lot of great outdoor areas there, but check out the photos of that bridge online. Really cool. And uh, happy to see another national park taking, uh, you know, setting its roots. You know, speaking of bridges, did you know that on this day today, January 5th in 1933, that construction started on the Golden Gate Bridge. Did you know that? Ooh, good fact. Did you yeah. just pull that one out? Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no preparation there. He just knows that off the top of his head, folks. <laughs> and then here's a really cool one. The remains of a woolly rhino were discovered in Siberia. And scientists believe that it was the creature had been there uh, preserved by permafrost for more than 20 thousand years it was preserved with its fur limbs tusk and even most of its organs pretty crazy yeah check out these photos online definitely i mean sort of eerie how well it's preserved and they're saying discoveries like this rhino are becoming more common with the thawing of permafrost due to climate change unfortunately maybe we'll get a caveman you know, on Earth. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be something else right there. 20,000-year-old caveman. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the... the be like silver Encino lining, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the silver lining of climate change, giving us a look back 20,000 years. And then uh, The Great Gatsby is among a number of classic works copyrighted in 1925 that have been entered into the public domain. 
As you may or may not know, copyright protection lasts for the life of the author plus an additional 70 years. An interesting fact here, this is sort of a bummer. Uh, you know, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald sold fewer than 25,000 copies before he died. Since then, since his passing, he sold more than uh, sold nearly 30 million copies of that book. Yeah. So that copyright brought in some dough. Yeah, if you're a <laughs> throne then you'd love that right yeah absolutely and, and you know now there's chatters of all sorts of remakes of the great gatsby classic so we'll see you know they're talking muppets they're saying will gatsby make an appearance in the avengers who knows <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all open game now and on, on the public domain nice. and then are you planning a trip in 2021 like a lot of people are crossing their fingers for well, you could do it on the cheap. Southwest just launched a fair sale with tickets starting as low as $29 one way. You've heard of the $49, $49 deals, right? But now it's $29 one way. And as always, with airline sales, there's fine print galore, but Southwest has an easy low fare calculator. You can go online, check it all out. As you probably know, Reno is a Southwest uh, Airlines hub, so that makes it a little easier. Uh, so you can jump on over to you know Arizona or Scottsdale for dinner real quick and come on back. Uh, you know, just like the cost of gas to head down to the bay. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of restaurants that have dinner, here's a here's a bummer of some news. Seventeen percent of U.S. restaurants have closed due to the pandemic as of December first. That amounts to more than 500,000 restaurants of every single type from independent franchise chains that have gone under. That's a pretty staggering number, Rob. I mean, it's huge. 17% of U.S. restaurants. That's, that's so massive. And, you know, you got things like TGA Fridays and, and you know, big chains down to our mom and pops here in Tahoe. So uh, support them how you can uh, in yep. a lot of, you know, restaurants here locally doing a, a real bang up job at, at offering delivery, even though it's super tough for them. Mm -hmm. And then my final two notes here are based around the time that we are living in January. Just a quick fact for you is named after the Roman God Janus, which has two faces, which allowed him to look simultaneously into the past and into the future pretty deep when you think about it you know starting off the new year you look back we always do those you know 2020 recaps and then what's coming up for 2021 so january named perfectly there and then folks if you don't have your christmas tree taken down yet this one's for you tomorrow wednesday january 6th is national take your damn christmas tree down day <laughs> so if you haven't done it you got tomorrow as the excuse have you taken yours down rob yep we got it down on uh, we got all christmas down on saturday that's uh, our new tradition as well. Yeah, doing it the, the Saturday after New Year's. So, um, yeah, there's a little extra motivation for you to, to yeah, take that down. I think, so. if, um, I think um, if you're in South Tahoe, South Tahoe um, Refuse, I think uh, still has um, free Christmas tree pickup through tomorrow. Um, yep. I'm pretty sure it's that is correct. Yep. And we've got an article on the Tahoe Daily Tribune about how to properly dispose of or recycle your tree. So check it out if you want to inquire about that. Speaking of local and all the stuff you can find on the Tahoe Daily Tribune.com and Sierra Sun.com, I'll send it over to you, sir. 
Well, and this one's not necessarily local, but it's but it's interesting because it is it is involving the state of California. But a story that I saw yesterday um, is that a, a public health emergency waiver was approved in the state of California that would allow for dentists to administer vaccines to people age 16 and older. And the state has 36,000 dentists. And basically, this thing was passed to um, basically help help um, or the hope, I guess, that they would um, help with that stretching of resources across the entire state. Um, it would have to happen in a hospital or a clinic setting, but it's not, you can't go into your dentist office and get the COVID vaccine. But uh, I thought it was something interesting to note, um, you know, as far as what they're trying to do to help uh, take some of that pressure off of uh, some of the hospitals and doctors that we're seeing across the state. And then maybe get a revenue source for the dentists. Cause a lot of, like some of these places are closed. They're shuttered, yeah, you know, yeah. as their operation. So maybe they can, Keep their family going there. Yeah, true. I didn't even think about that. Um, and then since the early 1980s, the Highway 50 corridor had been shut down to allow for New Year's celebration in State Line in Tahoe until this year. The highway was actually opened. Uh, basically, that was a precaution to help from allowing things to get too far out of control and all things considered as relatively smooth transition from what I hear into the new year. Um, I stayed at home. I tried to stay up um, with my kids, but uh, you and I talked. I fell asleep uh, not too long after I saw Cindy Lauper lay a big fat egg on the TV broadcast, which seemed like a fitting end to 2020 to me. It was a rotten egg. <laughs> it was a rotten egg. Yeah, that thing was nasty. <laughs> oh, but uh, so speaking of New Year's Day, last Friday, um, that was the first day that the greater Sacramento region could come or w- would be able to come off that stay at home order. But the ICU capacity slipped back uh, below that 15 percent projection. And unfortunately, uh, the region is still sitting at the stay at home order, um, which doesn't look like it if you were up over the weekend. Um, and this morning when I checked, the region was at 12.1 percent. So that's up a little bit bit from where we saw it over the past couple days so hopefully yeah fingers crossed not too much longer but uh, we'll just you know wait and see and announce from when we when we get that announcement but in uh, one of the more exciting announcements from late last week the NHL announced that two of its regular season games will be played outdoors at Edgewood Golf Course um, the rink is going to be constructed. I, I haven't got total confirmation on this, but um, from what I've heard, it's going to sit on the 18th green, but they also said they might have it um, maybe some somewhere in between 16, 17, 18. So I, I don't know if you know anything on that. Mike. Uh, 18th green is, is what I've heard as well. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, Seems but like the, the best too. Yeah, and that's at the same place where, you know, Steph Curry and his dad, Del Curry, like to settle their bets by jumping in the water. Um, you think we'll see that from maybe one of the teams this year? That's a a good one. Yeah. I I hope there's some, I hope there's some fun atmosphere to it like that. Cause there's going to be no spectators. I'm sure some people will try to show up on their kayaks or boats, but you know, I hope they have some, some, some fun like that. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it makes for a great backdrop, that's for sure. But you can catch both games on NBC on February 20th and the 21st. And the four teams that are slated to play are going to be the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Colorado Avalanche and the Philadelphia Flyers versus the Boston Bruins. Um, and uh, we have a new restaurant alert for South Lake Tahoe, Ladles by the Lake, owned by the same folks as Glazing Confused Donut. They've transformed their donut shop into a dual location uh, that's now going to be serving 14 different soups. I don't know if that's full time there's 14 or maybe up to 14, um, but anytime you can throw a soup into a sourdough bread bowl, which um, Truckee Sourdough Company's uh, the makers of their bread bowl, I'm all in. I don't know about you, but soup in a bread in a sourdough bread bowl, oh, it's and people have gone crazy over this because we haven't, we don't have it in in South Lake or or 
I think for the most of the Tahoe region for that matter, I mean, it's, it's something that was definitely needed after the day on the slopes, the oh, little yeah. bread bowl of soup can't oh. beat that. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and we have a couple of volunteer opportunities for folks in Tahoe, the Tahoe Institute for Natural Science. They are looking for volunteers to help with the midwinter bald eagle survey that starts this Friday. Basically, they need spotters to take uh, copious notes on the eagles um, wherever they need help with. I don't know what specific locations they are looking for around the lake, but uh, check them out if you're, you know, wanting to, or you got some time on your hands to be able to help them out there. And also a production company is going to be filming for about six weeks starting in February. And they're looking for a variety of different positions to help them out, um, you know, with their crew. We don't have any confirmation on what movie or what's actually going to be involved. But I vaguely recall this, Mike, after I read the story, it's like, I think I, I remember a conversation that I had, I think it was about midsummer or so, um, talking with somebody and mentioning that they would be here next year to film. And so I think these are the same folks. Um, I did look up uh, the gentleman's name, which I can't remember what it is for the life of me now. Um, but I did look it up. And um, on IMDb, uh, his credits were more kind of B-movie-ish. Um, so think more uh, Shark Lake than Top Gun 2. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen Shark Lake, folks, um, and you need to laugh, you have to check it out. It's, uh, it's a movie. It's set in Lake Tahoe, but mostly filmed in Mississippi. So if that doesn't spark a laugh, it should. But uh, it's about a local sheriff who has to solve basically the challenge of an exotic animal owner shark that gets uh, inadvertently released in the lake um, and just starts to cause chaos and havoc. But uh, I need to watch that. You have, oh, you haven't seen it? it? Oh, I haven't seen it. It no, is terrible. I'm excited. <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Lundgren, you know, the uh, the Rocky Four Russian boxer. Yep. Dolph Lundgren is the star of it. And it is oh, great. Horrendous. <laughs> but it's quite funny. If you if you know Tahoe, you just you point and laugh. <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, on the weather front, the snowstorm that was supposed to deliver a, a nice amount of snow yesterday, it basically fizzled out. And um, as of now, maybe something rolling in on Friday, but, you know, we never know. Lows are supposed to dip into those high teens towards the end of the week. Um, you know, I can believe that um, snow, though, I, it's been somewhat of a guessing game uh, this winter. And we've also had several avalanche warnings over the past few days. So if you're hitting up that back country, just make sure that you are prepared. No, before you go, SierraAvalancheCenter.org is yep. the best spot for that. All right, that about wraps it up here on Tahoe Talk. Once again, thanks to Lake Tahoe Works for the support. Thank you for you spreading the word and listening each and every week. We will be back next Tuesday with another edition of Tahoe Talk. Be safe out there. See you.